Welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast, where the journey is the destination. It's the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Hey, and happy Monday. Thanks for joining us. We're your hosts, Daniel Bonnie Hoover. Hey, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Hope you uh, are getting ready for a great, great week. We are once again sitting out on the back porch, and it's not too hot quite yet, but there are these things that you know, I call crickets that we heard. And Bonnie's like, what is that noise in my headphones? I said, that's crickets. And she said, those aren't crickets. Those are, what did you call them, Bonnie? Katie dids. Katie dids. Yeah. You, uh, you are a country girl. I'm Grew South, up in the country. South Georgia. So you might hear Katie dids. Or crickets or other things. Crickets and frogs. Those are at night, right? Yep. Yep. So anyway, that's that's where we are. Yeah. So every um, every so often, probably about four or five times a year, Bonnie and I get to do one of our favorite things, and uh, we get to teach a premarital class at our church. Yeah, and they're little workshops. It's it's two Sundays in a row. This total of like six hours we get to spend mm-hmm. with these couples that are engaged and preparing to be married, and it's so much fun. And um, because they're always so optimistic and excited and happy and so much in love and looking forward to starting their lives together. And and the ages and, are all over the board. I yeah. mean, it, usually, you know, usually they're younger. Yeah. couples you know in their 20s or maybe early 30s but sometimes i mean we have we have people in their 60s we've had couples in their 70s before yeah, 50s yeah. second third marriages first marriages yeah. um and so it's really just a lot of fun to get to spend time with these couples and um and we find out about their weddings and all the plans they're making and all that kind of stuff but what is so fun about it is just their um seeing their love for each other yeah i think Seeing it's, their demeanor and how they look at each other. It's so sweet and everything's new and they're, I don't know, you just see them, their, their posture toward each other. You can look in a room and see like they're sitting close. Um, they're some of them holding hands or they're just, their chairs are really close to each other. And then you do um, a marriage workshop and the posture looks very different. You, it does. I mean, they've been married for a while. Some of them are there just because, okay, we need to go do something because things aren't good. Or, hey, let's just go get a checkup. But we're so comfortable now. We don't have to sit on top of each other anymore. And, yeah. you know, so it's a, it's very different. Or with, maybe they just came from the house and they're getting kids straight and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So there's a lot there. I think some of my favorite newlywed couples are the older couples yeah. that just, they're just, they're 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 sweet it's so cute yeah it's good yeah it's awesome and um and it's because they're in this stage and and we did a um we talked about this in one of our earlier podcasts and it's it's what dr gary chapman calls the limerence stage of Uh a relationship and that's that stage where you're just in almost infatuated with each other you may can't keep your hands off each other you you want to be together all the time it's that in love feeling that is just I can't help but just be with this person you see no wrong um, that they can do they're they're just perfect and I mean, 24 years later, I'm so perfect, right? <laughs> yes, sure. Yep, absolutely. But there, it's, it's that time in the relationship, that in the, and he says it lasts about a year and a half to two and a half years, somewhere in there, and it's that, that stage that it, it's, it's called the in love, puppy love stage. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember when we were in it and our yeah. grandparents and our parents would say things, and we felt like, oh, man, they're just, they don't understand yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. They they. They fully understood. They had been yeah. there. And um, so it's a neat, 
it's a neat stage to get to, to see when we do these premarital workshops. Well, and it's a great time to learn. That's a good time when you're in that stage where you really want to please each other and you're trying to put your best foot forward. It's the best time to really begin to form relational habits for the health of your your future marriage. I mean, and for mm-hmm. your your relationship for long term is you want to you want to do things to please the other person. So you're willing to work hard and to learn the things the other person likes and, and dislikes. And, um, yep. so. I'll never forget. We were married. I think we had been married maybe a year and my, the church I grew up in, uh, we were leading worship. We were just starting oh, to travel. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the church I grew up in asked us to come in and lead worship for this marriage workshop. They mm-hmm. also asked us to do drama. Remember that <laughs> we had like two skits that we had done and we I were like, Oh, that. we could come in and do both. We were oh, horrible the drama thing, yeah. but listen, you had to eat, you had to make money. That's right. So whatever you could do to put yourself out there. So anyway, so we came in and we led worship for this marriage workshop mm-hmm. and, um, and there was newlyweds, there were people that had married a long time and different things like that. So we're sitting in a break-off seminar, attending this seminar, and mm-hmm. uh, we had gotten done with leading and all that. And so now we're just kind of sitting in his newlyweds. And there was a couple there that was in their 60s. Mm-hmm. Now, growing up in that church, I remember him in his first marriage, his wife, his wife had passed away, mm-hmm. he had grown kids. And so he was a widower, and then now he had just got married mm. again. Oh, yeah. and, uh, so and sweet. He, he and his new wife were so cute and so sweet together. They're my parents' age. They're actually good friends of my parents. And so I remember sitting in that seminar, and someone, they, whoever was leading it asked a question about what is something sweet that you're, or what is, I don't know what the question was. Maybe it was something sweet your spouse that does you for appreciate you. That you appreciate they, about yeah. your spouse. That's probably it. And she raised her hand and she said, I just so appreciate, you know, we're both retired and every morning he gets up and he lets the dog out and he makes the coffee and he brings me coffee in bed and he just takes care of me in the mm-hmm. morning and doesn't make me, you know, and yeah. we looked at each other and we're like, oh, oh that's so sweet. No. Yeah. It's like, we do stuff like that. I remember thinking at that, we talked about, we're like, you know what? Look around this room. I mean, this the newlyweds that are so in love and so happy. The newlyweds should be teaching this class. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, all these people have been married so long, don't even act like they like each other. But, I mean, and whatever I thought at that moment exactly qualified us to give marriage advice. <laughs> exactly. I don't really know. Because that was at the same time in our marriage where we had gone out to dinner, remember, for Valentine's Day, you know. And uh, which we'll tell in just a little bit. But, mm-hmm. um, but we, we thought that we knew... We thought yeah. we knew a lot. We we had it. We had it figured out. And it and was like, well, wait, maybe one day when we're too old to lead worship anymore, we'll be teaching marriage conferences. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> giving marriage advice. Now we're officially old. Yeah. But it's funny because we do. We look back as, as enjoyable as those marriage workshops are. Mm-hmm. We look at those newlywed couples, and sometimes we look at each other and go, oh, bless their heart. Mm-hmm. They, they've they got rose-colored glasses, or they think, you yeah, know. There's a, ro- there's a long road ahead of them. I hate that phrase, you just wait. Oh, I hate You know, it. when yep. people say that, oh, you just wait. But there are times when it's like, man, they're going to they're gonna get hard, mm-hmm. hit hard. However, we do look now, and we look at newlyweds, and we look at people that are engaged and we think we're almost a little bit jealous. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's the longer you're married, you lose some things 
that you that were really great in the beginning. Yeah. You lose some things along the way because you neglect them or because you just life hits and you do get, you know, things take on a new a new look in your marriage mm-hmm. and and I think there's a lot of stuff that if we could go back and look at some newlyweds, we could learn a lot that we could bring back into our marriage and that's what we're going to talk about today. Hi, I'm Colby. I love sports and I'm very competitive. But you're a grown-up. You can't really play sports anymore. So how do you compete? I recommend you go to themarriageadventure.com and sign up for the Marriage Adventure Challenge. You can challenge another couple, make a bet with them, and see who wins. Then you can beat them, then brag about it, and maybe they'll buy you some ice cream. All right, well, today we're talking about... um, the newlywed season of your marriage and it inevitably wears off and then we settle into life as usual. And every sitcom out there that has a married couple in it uh, asks this question. As a matter of fact, if you like, you know, if you used to watch Everybody Loves Raymond or I'm, you know, going back, Bonnie, I'm, we're, you know, we're watching the Friends episodes as we're working out and that kind of thing, just kind of binge watching it to have something mindless on and they had an episode the other day where Rachel and Chandler were asking this exact question. Mm-hmm. Have we gotten just boring? Are we the old boring dating couple now and we've lost? They saw the vibrance mm-hmm. that, you know, Phoebe had, you know, with her boyfriend. And every married couple, I think, tends to ask this question. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great question to ask. Yeah. Well, I remember our first year of marriage and we, our first Valentine's Day when we were married, we went out to dinner and we get into this restaurant, and you started telling it earlier that we we looked around, and we're we're sitting there talking, we're we're having a great time, and we look around, and all these married couples are just staring at their food, or they're yes. staring at each other, or looking at the ground. Nobody's looking. This was even before cell phones, so it wasn't like no, they weren't looking at their they cell weren't phones. looking at their cell phones. They just were not talking, and we're like. Oh my gosh, I don't ever want to be like that. I mean, we're are we the only people that love These each other? These people don't love each other. They're just old boring married people. And now we look back and we find out they were just tired. <laughs> Man, they had kids, they had life going on, yeah. they were working. Yeah. We didn't have any of that. We were college mm-hmm. students that just got married. No res- very little responsibilities. And- yeah. But there are those things that I think we do need to look at that um newlyweds or dating couples or young married couples can offer us and Mm -hmm. maybe you had this evident in your marriage early on and maybe you didn't but these are some qualities that we think are pretty consistent I think with most newlyweds or you know maybe some people wait 10 years to get married so maybe it's not when they're newlywed maybe it's when they're you know newly dating or that kind of thing but I think there are some things that we can look at that and that we can put back into our own marriage and those are I think they're good things to look for. Yeah. Well, the first thing that I think we did when we were in that stage and that that most people do is that we talked all the time. All the time. I mean, we would on on the phone, we'd sit up talking for hours or and when we were first married, I mean, we we would sit up late just talking. I remember some nights we'd just sit there. We would get laughing about stuff and (laughs) it would just be stupid stuff. And we would just talk for hours. And um, and and we did this, you know, we were getting to know each other. It was that season of what do you like? What do you do? Mm-hmm. What do you not like? And, and it wasn't that we were sitting around asking each other those questions, but you'd, I'd tell just, it was natural. Yeah, it was just natural. I'll never forget. It was our first couple weeks, I think, of dating and, and it hit hard with us. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, we fell, we fell we heavy fell hard. Yep, for quick. each other. But um, matter of fact, I I had to come up to. We lived in South Georgia at the time in college, and I had to come up to Atlanta for something. And uh, my parents, this is going to date us, but my parents had that bag phone. You remember the bag yes, phones? Yes, yes. And, um, and so if you're under the age of uh, 35 or 40 listening to this, sorry, I just dated myself. But anyway, they loaned me their bag phone, so I'd have a phone on the road. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're like, yeah, you can, you know, I said, well, can I use it? And they said, well, if you initiate a call in your area, then it's free on the weekends. I was like, okay, cool. So I initiated the call with you mm-hmm. um, as I left town. And we talked for two hours straight on the way up there, mm-hmm. two hours straight on the way back. Mm-hmm. I mean, didn't miss a beat. As a matter of fact, I think when I got to where I was going, I sat in the parking lot for 10 or 20 minutes mm-hmm. just talking to you. Um, but then I had dropped the call and had initiated it along the way because mm-hmm. the signal, my parents got the bill. It was like a $300 call. <laughs> and I said, what? I thought it was free. And they said, only what's initiated in your calling. Yeah. But we would do that, man. Yeah. We would, before cell phones, we would rack up phone bills talking about nothing. Yep. You know? And everything. And, and everything. And I, I think somewhere along the way, we stop sharing these times, these these long conversations. We stop talking. I mean, life gets busy. Yeah. And we just don't share our, our thoughts anymore, or we assume we know everything there is to know. Uh-huh. I mean, it wasn't too long ago you said something from when you were growing up. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard that story. Mm-hmm. We've been together 25 years, and I've never heard that story. Wow, I didn't think that was possible. Well, I have some I'm keeping from you <laughs> until we're old, just to keep things fresh. Yeah, just to keep things fresh. Well, but it's, it's very much like your house. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you first move into a house, you get it decorated, and you paint everything, and then as years go by, you just stop looking at things, mm-hmm. right? And and things look until you're ready to sell the house, and then you put all your work in trying to get yeah. it looking nice and fixing things. Mm-hmm. But I think the same thing happens. We just stop mm-hmm. looking at each other. Well, and we we grow and we evolve. We do have new experiences with you at work or me mm-hmm. at home with the kids. There are things that are going on in my life that I can talk to you about on a daily basis, or I can just think, oh, he's going to think that's boring, and then I don't have time for that, and just stop talking. So I think that's the first thing that we can go back to that newlyweds do well is they talk to each other a lot. Mm-hmm. That's true. Here's the second thing. Um, they spend time and they have fun together. Mm-hmm. Man, I remember that first week we dated. I mean, that was probably one of the funnest weeks in our marriage. And my Well, that was my, pre-marriage. Yes, that's right. <laughs> funnest weeks in our relationship. And my grades suffered. <laughs> Well, mine did too. I had never made a B. I mean, I was I was all straight A's, and that was the first semester I actually made a B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, actually, mine probably did better because I had you in my life. So it was your first semester making a B, and mine too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I actually probably did great. Um, but, but that was... Isn't that the point of, of, of dating someone or marrying someone is that you get to spend time together? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, could, I remember thinking, man, I can't wait to get married. So I don't have to go home at night. So yeah, we could just be together all the time. Because we think. didn't live together before we got married. Nope. And, and so we, we waited. And then so when we got married, we were like, yes, we can actually, Yay. you know, we can actually My grandmama calls it, pl- called it playing house. Yeah. You know, they were just playing house when they first get married. and um, But, you know, before you have kids, you know, you can have all this unlimited time together unless, you know, you go to work and all of that. But then in the evenings, you've got all that time for your for your spouse and and we always, you know, before we had kids, we were we were married 13 years before we had our first child. And 
we would look at people and they'd call it date night. And I thought that was the weirdest thing. Yeah, date night. Yeah, it made them sound so old. Yep. Kind of like they had a bag phone or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember thinking that was weird. And then we had kids and I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, it we have to night. schedule a date night now. But as newlyweds, every night was date night. It was just we're together all the time. In fact, yeah. sometimes we're like, can we just schedule time to do something with somebody else? Because yeah. it's just us. But um you know, nothing got between us during uh-uh. those times. And, and we had fun. We just yeah. went and did fun stuff. I mean. Not even spending a lot of money because we were poor. I mean, we would go mm-hmm. on picnics and we would. Play go- tennis. I mean, we didn't go to our first movie until we had been dating for a year. That's right. We were all, we were engaged and almost married mm-hmm. before we went to our first movie. Yeah. And saw yeah. Twister. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep making it sound older and older. <laughs> but, but yeah, and then we get married and then life hits, and we have responsibilities. And now my, I'm being tugged on with different things yeah. with time. And, and, okay, now we've got children, and they take up a lot of time, and they, t- and they demand your time and your mm-hmm. resources and your energy. And before long, you're like, oh, I don't have time. We don't have time. Okay, we've got a little bit of time. What do you want to do on our date day? Oh, can we just take a nap? Can we just veg? <laughs> yeah. And that's great. Yep. As long as you're intentionally spending time together. Yeah. I talked to my brother yesterday, and uh, he and my sister-in-law like to go camping, and they have a little camper. And uh, and their kids are, one's in college, one's in high school, and the kids really don't, they don't really take the kids camping much anymore with mm-hmm. them. They just like getting away by themselves, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. And uh, they, you know, they like to kayak and just having fun together. Matter of fact, he's planned out their next year camping trips there might be a few of them with the kids but it's just he and and my sister-in-law having fun together and that's so important in a relationship and it's something that you had early on well and that is one of the main reasons that we came up with the marriage adventure challenge because if you have a challenge that pushes you to say hey let's intentionally spend time together because it's hard even though we have I mean, we initiated the challenge and we've signed up for the challenge and we're doing this. It's from our ministry. We have to try really hard to do that, especially yes. especially oh during quarantine time. COVID made it so much harder. So much harder. What you consider a date during quarantine is, yeah. <laughs> hey, we went to the store. Oh, oh, this is a date. Yeah. We can leave the kids at home for what? And max of what? One, and a, one hour or whatever. Okay, let's go get groceries. Yeah, exactly. Or, or let's walk our neighborhood or things is as long as it's intentional it yeah. counts because we've newlyweds are great about that but the longer we're married we stop having fun and intentionally spending time together yep so number one they talk all the time two they spend time and have fun together here's the third one they tend to put each other first mm-hmm. they really do that, i mean we were so obsessed with each other it would i remember before i met you at, at college I would go home every chance I had every single opportunity I had I would go I mean I would I only live like 45 minutes from our college and so I would stay until Monday I would spend the night at my mom in my parents house and I would drive back to class um, either Sunday night or if I had an early class or I mean if I didn't have a real early class I'd wait and come home Monday morning to, to school and then I would drive back for church on Wednesday night and then turn around and come back Thursday morning and then I would leave Friday as soon as I could mm-hmm. when I met you I remember that, that changed. because when we had that long DTR conversation to find the yeah. you know that kind of long four hour mm-hmm. you know okay I think this is it conversation you talk so much about your family and about the farm and about your church and how much you loved it and your sister was your best friend it was running through my mind Oh, is she going to 
you know, will she be open to shifting that priority and allegiance to me? You know, what kind of, yeah. how will I fit into that world? But the next day I had no, <laughs> you started shifting <laughs> yeah, that allegiance like, and we okay. fell and fell hard. I mean, yeah. I mean, we were, uh, I mean, I was just obsessed with, um, when can I see him? When, my, when, yeah. when will we get back? Okay. And now I'm spending as much time as I can before I have to be back home on that on the weekends and even after we got married it's like we just still wanted to be together Mm -hmm. all the time and that was the point of getting married is that we we put each other first and as as the longer you're married life comes in and you do have more and more responsibility so you can't Mm -hmm. spend the same amount of time and put each always choose the other person but I think something happens that's um, wonderful and then detrimental to your marriage all at the same time if you're not careful when you add children to your family yeah because um we can become so obsessed with our children that we forget about our spouse or we can um, become so obsessed with our friendships outside of the marriage that we you know because the marriage is an old hat now and Mm -hmm. um it's not as fun it doesn't you know spark the same excitement as it did when we first got married we stop putting each other first. Mm-hmm. We make decisions or, or we just become selfish and make decisions for ourselves, mm-hmm. and don't consider our spouse. And newlyweds are like, I, I, I don't know if I can do that this weekend. Let me ask my husband or let me ask my, you know, oh, yeah. I'm not sure I want to do that because I, I want to spend time at home and nesting and spending time with my, my husband or my wife. And um, that changes over time if you're not careful because God has called us as a husband and wife to for our loyalty to be to each other primarily Mm -hmm. um, even above our children and that's you know we talk about limerence and one of the uh, identifying factors of a couple a newly wed or newly dating couple that's in limerence is they've got these rose colored glasses on Mm -hmm. meaning you can't tell me anything about the person I'm dating or my spouse they are perfect and yada 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 I love this and everybody's like is that coming And listen, that can be a dangerous thing. We do need to have sober judgment when dating. Mm -hmm. However, when you're married, a lot of times those are gone because we see all their faults. We see who they, you know, who they are first thing in the morning or when they're, when they're relaxed and, you know, in their home environment. But the good thing about the rose colored glasses is you defend that person. Mm. And that sometimes mm-hmm. is is one thing that, that goes out of the window when yeah. length of marriage comes is we stop sticking up for and defending that person at all costs, That's even true. even through their faults. Yeah. You know, okay, I know all of your faults, but dang it, I'm going to speak only kindly of you and only, mm. um, you know, n- nice of you in, in front of other people and to yourself, you know. And so uh, the rose-colored glasses go out of the way, but we do need to keep that sticking up for each other and putting other, each other first, even in our conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Well, and if you look back at the first marriage in, in Genesis, we see that, um, that God saw that there was nobody else suitable for man, so he created woman. And, sh- and when he saw her, he said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. The two became one flesh. Yeah. And it says, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And this is something we counsel newlyweds to do, that there's that leaving and cleaving process where you, you do leave your family of origin, and meaning you make your new spouse 
your top priority. Mm-hmm. You become a new family with them. You become one flesh. And you, in that process, that's learning to put them first. Now, we talk about it with you've got to put them ahead of your parents. That's what we're talking to newlyweds about. But the longer people are married, we have to say you've got to put them above your friends. You've above got to put them work, above your work. Above, above hobbies, above kids, yes. above all. Yep. And it's it's that you are now one flesh, so you don't make decisions apart from each other. Yeah. Um, you can't just say, oh, well, I'll just tell my wife I'm going to do this because it affects her. And you, yeah. oh, oh, he's fine with it, whatever, and make decisions out in a vacuum without your spouse because we have to keep the other person first yep. in, in the relationship. All right. So they talk a lot. Mm-hmm. They spend a lot of time together, have fun. They put each other first. Here's the last one. They dream about the future together. Mm-hmm. And man, that is so vital mm-hmm. and so important in marriage because when you dream about that future together, then guess what? You're putting goals out there together. Yeah. And what do goals become? Goals become, in a sorts, a common enemy for you. It, mm-hmm. it, they become something for you to conquer. Yeah. And so when a, when a couple has mutual goals and future goals and plans together, then what's the old saying? Nothing binds two people together like a common enemy. Mm -hmm. And nothing binds a married couple together more than a mutual goal that they've put out there together. And, um, and especially amid this, this COVID amid what we're going through right now, a lot of the people that I'm counseling that's going through just anxiety or depression, they've been in the house you know what they lack? They lack goals mm. and they lack plans and they lack, why do I need to get off the couch? Yeah. And that's the problem for a lot of marriages. They don't know how to get off that proverbial marriage couch. Yeah. And, um, but and newlyweds are good at that. They are. They're great about, about planning and, you know, setting out what they want their family to look like. And, and the house they're going to buy. And I remember we met some of our neighbors when we first moved in here and they said, well, um, we're not going to be here, but more than five years, this is not, this is not, this is part of our five-year plan, but the 10-year plan. <laughs> I looked like, at you and we left. I'm like, I, do we need a five-year plan? <laughs> I don't know. What is yeah, that? Yeah, newlyweds do that. They dream about, you know, what do we want to do? What do things want to look like in the future yeah. and jobs and these, all these things. And I think it's so healthy for us as a married couple to have dreams and future together. Cause as long as we can see a future together, then we've probably got one. Yeah. You know, it, the minute you stop seeing your spouse in your future plans and you're making, mm-hmm. you know, you're not making any plans or you're just coasting or, or I'm making plans without my spouse. That that's a red flag. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because we, you, if you can't visualize it, you can't actualize it. Mm hmm. I don't even know if that's a word actualized, but I made it up right now. But you do. You have to be able to visualize that mm-hmm. and see it. And that's that's so important and so vital is mm-hmm. to be able to dream together and have a common mission. Mm-hmm. And uh, so those are good things. And yeah. listen, if you're listening today and you're newlywed and you don't have those things, stop and assess. Yeah. If you're sitting there and you're like us, and man, we're 24 years into this marriage, 25 in a relationship, We've got to assess that. Yep. Yep. So we've got some action points for you today. Um, One, put a date night with your spouse on the calendar and plan it out and hold it. Because if you're not spending time together, then you don't have time to talk about these things. Mm -hmm. You can't assess if you're not together. So put a date night and on the calendar and le- and plan to talk about this. Where are we? Mm-hmm. Have we lost that love and feeling, you mm-hmm. know, or where are we? And, um, and then reminisce about your dating and newlywed days. 
I'll yeah. tell you, you know, when you start, when you get couples to talk about when they first met, no matter how long they've been together, you start seeing a smile come on their face. They remember those times mm, fondly. You can't see it because they have one of, a mask. <laughs> <laughs> they have a face mask on right now. You can't see smiles. Oh, my Their goodness. eyes. Their eyes will squint. That's how up. you know. <laughs> they light up. But re- it's healthy to reminisce about those days and talking about what what it was that drew us together and the way yeah. we, we felt about each other in those early days. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, I think a great thing is what's changed in your relationship since then for the good and and because some things a lot of things hopefully has yeah you know I know for us there's so much that I wouldn't go back no I mean we're sitting here talking about those good times I don't miss them no I miss the things that I don't have in my relationship now that you know that were great then yeah um but so what is better in your relationship and then what do you miss those the uh you know those things that we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. being able to spend time together and have fun and just talk and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff Yep, and then when you figure that out, decide on one of those things that you want to work on to make your marriage better. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we can always grow. There's always something we can intentionally do to move toward each other, or take one step closer, and to say, "Hey, you know, I miss when we did that." You know, so many count couples that I counsel. That's a question I ask them. When was the last time you had fun? Mm. And that's one of the hardest things for them to answer. Wow. Couples just stop having fun. Yeah. They stop going out and enjoying life together. They're just trying to divide and conquer life. So this is our last thing. Sign up for that Marriage Adventure Challenge and take it seriously. Yep. And um, listen, you're going to have to be creative during COVID, but you can do it. Do simple, simple things. Well, and when you sign up for for that challenge, we have a booklet that gives you all a ton of ideas. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, try them. Try some, try some of those ideas and... Um, Make them work within this time frame. Some things are opened up enough you can get out and go and do some things. And That's yeah. right. Yep. That's right. Just have fun. So that's our podcast for the day. Shout out to all the newlyweds. Hey, hopefully you're doing a great job. You're inspiring us, people that's been married for a while. But you guys have a great week, and we'll touch base with you next time. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Then head on over to Facebook and Instagram and give us a follow. Have a great week.